coolest guy Damn, in the world. Should, oh, fuck, there was such an open turnaround or turnover for your mom joke there. And he didn't take it. You know who else is cheap? Lone Ranger's mother. That's right, Jay. That's what happens ah. when you're not on our show. Nerd or Not podcast is an irregularly aired show about games, movies, TV, comics, theme parks and anything else that floats our fandom. And now, here's your hosts, Jay, Bob, and Corey, the Creighton's Guild. So, you know, it's funny, I was talking to uh, Meredith at lunch today. Um, because we Meredith were with that lunch. Hey, uh, <laughs> cause, uh, we were, we were just talking about, you know, like how, how we had met our friends and she actually asked me how I met you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting cause I don't fucking remember. Uh, um, <laughs> like huh. I, I was, I was telling her as like, Bob, I'm pretty sure I met you through your sister. You were a combination was... of through Corey and through Jenny. Yeah. Yeah, and then Corey, I, you and I kind of orbited each other for like three years in high school because of Chris. Because well, because of Chris and Miss Hissom. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. So my my freshman year, uh, I broke my leg and uh-huh. I couldn't go to school because North was built in the '60s and it was not safe for a person on crutches. <laughs> Plus, um, it was all portables in, a, in your freshman year. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the um, oldest, best is strip mall layout. I remember yeah, that exactly. Stuff was, that stuff was mint. But nowadays, so, knowing what we know about architecture, we'd be like, ah, breeze blocks. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> breeze so, blocks and cancer. <laughs> so, so I was, I was, uh, I was getting homeschooled basically uh, my freshman year, and one of the neat things that Lee County did was your teachers would come to you if they had the time. Uh, and Miss Hissom was awesome, and I was mm-hmm. taking German and American government from her, so she came to my house after school and would teach me. Yeah. Which was pretty great because Miss Hissom ruled. Uh-huh. Um, what does she normally teach on a regular German. German, German and American government? Those were her two things. And I think, wow. I think she did. A, I think she did a world history as well. Hmm. Um, but so, so we're, we're going through that. And, and I was, I was talking to Miss Hissom and I had comics everywhere. Cause I had a broken leg and was stuck on the couch. I couldn't go anywhere. Mm. Uh, she's like, Oh, you should really meet one of my students named Corey. You guys would get along so well. And I was like, yeah, okay, Miss Hissom. And that was it. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, lo and behold, like a year and a half, two years later, because of Denoto, mm-hmm. uh, here we are. So, Well, that was like that was like the first time. At, at that point, you were like one of Denoto's friends. And I didn't really, because I was like super shy, still kind of am, I didn't really like try to intrude upon like my friends' other outgroups. Sure. So you were just like that guy that hung out with Keith. For a, yeah, for That's a fair. long time, and then, um, and then I remember you guys shooting the taco video, and then uh, Chris was like, "Want to help with it?" And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." 
yeah, some some weird shit happened, and you're like, ugh, I'm kind of bored. I got nothing to do. And we went out. We went over to that comic book store <laughs> um, over on uh, Cape Coral Parkway somewhere. Yep. And um, Comic Cave 2000. Comic Cave 2000. All right. And then we hung out there for a little bit. And then like one day, I'm like, hey, you want to come over? We can read some comics and um, you know do N64 or whatever. And you came over, and my dad's like. Hey, Corey, is this your drug dealer? He asked if I was your coke dealer. He asked um, if I, I think I, I remember pretty vividly, like one, I remember one of the, one of the first times you and I hang out. Uh, do you remember the trip we all took to Bush Gardens? <laughs> me, me, you, Keith and Chris. Yeah. Uh, and you and I just just like hit it off. We were thick as thieves that whole trip. It was great because we just pissed Donoto and Keith off. Yes, because we were being idiots the whole time. Uh-huh. It was so much fun. It was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> he says he wants trim. <laughs> the Bob one's a little bit more unclear because that was like that was like earlier, and I want to say that that was freshman. No, that was soft freshman. It was freshman year. Okay, it was freshman year. And was that through Chris also? No. You and I rode the same bus after school. That's fucking right. Yeah, you I remember. Had a, okay. You had like a whole sketchbook out and you were just like doodling away. And I was trying to enhance my art skills. And, uh-huh. you know, I just started asking you questions. And then we we did our I own was, rendition of Bud Bowl. We did uh, Bev Bowl. <laughs> Bev Bowl. That's right, yeah. Oh shit! And it was and it was shit like Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and uh, and Beef Eater and crap. Yeah, <laughs> I remember what comics I was drawing too. I was like on this huge uh, fucking almost live kick at the time, so I was drawing my own Mind Your Manners comics, you know, based on their. Oh Billy my god! I saw those too. Yeah, they were god fucking awful. I'm so and glad I got past that phase. They they were fun, but yeah, and they and they served the purpose. I yeah. met I met one of you assholes. Should never have drawn those goddamn comics. <laughs> so, so, so that guys, of course, was the secret history and origin of the Cretans Guild. Yes, uh, and welcome to episode. Don't know, haven't been on since fucking May <laughs> of the Cretans Guild podcast. Uh, I am Jay, your sometimes person that is here. Uh, with me, as always, is Bob and Corey. Uh, thank you guys for keeping my seat warm while I've been gone. Toasty. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was easy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, uh, Cor- very convenient. Corey, I'm, I'm digging the terracotta walls back there, and uh, <laughs> I like the, the trunk piled high. Is those, are those DVDs <laughs> or games? Uh, DVDs, uh, your games are over there. <laughs> ah, fair enough, fair enough. Yep. The old cart, the old diamond crate or the milk crate uh, shelf system. That's, it, it, uh, it works. That's all yeah. that matters. I, uh, I apparently don't even have enough money for cinder blocks and two by fours at the moment. So uh, <laughs> that's what we're dealing with. So, Bob, you're you you've got a bit of a different look going today in the in the pit. What's going on there? I just I some lighting issues, and I decided to make the best of it and just turn on the tiki lights for the first time ever. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I I'm going to be completely frank with you guys. I have no idea what our topics are today. Um, I yeah. I haven't I haven't looked to see if we have a rundown or what the rundown is or what we're going to talk about. I know one yeah. thing we're going to talk about a bit is uh, uh, the. Uh, shocking collapse of uh telltale games um <laughs> and and the continued fall uh, mm-hmm. of telltale games yeah uh, did something uh, break out later to, or earlier today yes yeah so i haven't heard this so fill me in mm-hmm. so uh last week they laid off like 75 percent of their staff 
So uh, I'm bad at math. So if anyone is a mathematician and I'm off, <laughs> fuck, go fuck yourself. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, so so they laid off a uh, shit ton of people, uh, which sucks because Telltale games are great. Uh, you can hate the engine as much as you want. I know a lot of people do. Uh, the storytelling was superb. Uh, they were a lot of fun, and I'm going to miss them. Mm. Uh, but today, uh, they laid everybody else off. Uh, <laughs> oh. So all the Netflix people are gone now, huh? So that skeleton crew that was supposed yeah. to be there, um, they are now uh, in the grave, I guess is the better way to put it, because they are no longer a skeleton crew. They are just skeletons. So yeah, those guys are all gone, and that sucks. Um, now, there have been... Uh, talks and rumors and possibilities of other companies picking up uh the employees to hopefully continue to make those games yeah ubisoft is a big rumor right now uh activism was another one because they want to start a line uh similar to their king's quest revamp yes yeah now i have a question it was where was telltale based out of california california yeah and uh does ubisoft i know they're they're french owned but do they have any american studios oh yeah. yeah Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if they're going to have to relocate overseas or whatever. See, the reaction that Jay and I both offered you is, oh, yeah, except we don't really know for sure. Where am I from? <laughs> Just generally. Fair enough. Just and, it's, it. and it's, it's likely that it's in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, there, there's a solid chance. If you are a, forum, a foreign game development, uh, you have an office in uh, the Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. in Redwood Shores in San Francisco, in Los Angeles, or Seattle. Yeah. Sometimes so. in Sacramento for some weird reason. Uh, cheaper. It's significantly Cheap. well, cheaper. <laughs> right, yes. So you get, in the, you get up in the wine country. And here's the bitch about this. I mean, aside from 100% of the situation, yeah. I'm not even talking about the people that were just let go today because them laying off that remaining skeleton crew means that they can't satisfy uh, two third-party contracts, which means they're going to take it like square in the pooper. Like, when all this is said and done. Well, they canceled but, all their other titles that were in development. Yeah. yeah. And you know what one of those titles was? Was it was uh, was a title, and I'm just speaking so selfishly, one that I was waiting on for, like, three years. Season two of The Wolf Among Us. Yep. A lot they of people were. Literally just announced that, along with the fucking Evil Dead. <laughs> and then, Clean Slate, Scorched Earth, Bombs Away. They salted the earth. Yeah. And it was in the yeah. worst fucking way possible. Those people haven't even gotten fucking severance. And they're not going to. Yeah. How do Which you is, do that? I thought there were uh, safeguards in place for this. There are mm. supposed to be, but uh, they had very expensive licenses. Um, they had an engine that they refused to iterate on and improve. Sadly, because, I mean, yeah. if you played a Telltale game, if you played the first one, you played them all. It's all the same thing. Um, to a point, I think there to, was a, there was a bridge between Back to the Future and The Walking Dead. Yeah, where they added the 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 QTEs and stuff like that, where where right. things got a little bit different, but it yeah. was essentially in, the same thing after Walking Dead. Yeah, you, right. Um, yes. Um, and unfortunately, it just they fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it's they tried to do too much too fast mm-hmm. and release too many games, and they cannibalized their own sales. Really, I mean, that's what it is. The real sad part, uh, thing about this, if you look back at their history, how they started, they were basically the the remnants of LucasArts oh after God. they closed. Yeah, they were the fucking life raft for LucasArts, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, and, that was and now supposed- that's just broken up all over again. Yeah, it was supposed to be a revived entity, and uh, well, history well history didn't really repeat itself. Point and click uh, games just 
there were the people believe that there was a shrinking market for it, and uh, by that point, LucasArts was like, get it out because they spent a lot of money on Grim, Grim Fandango, uh-huh. and that was kind of what their uh, uh, what their um, their miscalibrated uh, fortune ball or uh, fortune teller ball was uh, saying that hey, because this didn't sell well, uh, we got to cut and run, um, and then like. Maybe like how many years later was that? It was like six or five, six years later, Telltale becomes a thing, and their first big hit was like uh, Sam and Max. Uh-huh. So that invited back a whole lot of like old LucasArts faithful into the fold, and they, they started off uh, they started off pretty well. Like it wasn't an expensive property for one thing. I think at that point it was privately owned, uh-huh. and one of the people that worked on it also carried over that style, and he's been uh, let go like for a long time since then. But still, it. Things began auspiciously enough. Damn. If I and if I remember correctly, so not that these games were a big hit, but they they were they were the guys behind Poker Night at the Inventory, right? Uh, po- Poker Night at the Inventory didn't really sell that well. Well, that's what um, I'm saying. It didn't sell yeah. well, but it was it was something like they could have done more than just this one particular type of game. You know, easily, easily, and honestly, a Poker Night at the Inventory, despite the fact that sales were piss poor on it, that's one of my favorite Telltale games. Yeah, I, I cannot remember. It's been ages since I've played it, but um, it was good. It was a lot of fun, uh, and it was cool because you could, if I remember correctly, you could unlock stuff in Team Fortress because of it. Which was a controversial and kind of a ballsy move at the time, especially yeah. for a game that almost uh, nobody was hyped up for. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> and we're not just talking like a hat or something, right? It was a couple no, was, of hats and a couple, couple of hats. Weps. <laughs> uh, one of the hats... Weirdly enough, one of the hats from which the entire scrap metal economy of Team Fortress 2 had sprung from, because like you know, some of the denominations scale up from scrap metal to this, to this, to that, and then Max's head is like the top of that candlestick chart, and I got one of those goddamn things, and people get, like, <laughs> at the beginning, people were like offering me like just the craziest shit for it, and I'm like, I really like Sam and Max, though, legitimately, I'm not gonna get rid of this. <laughs> and then people were like, "No, I will, I will, I will literally pay you two hundred and fifty dollars for this." Half of it was that I didn't trust these motherfuckers at all, but the other half is, I like Sam and Max. <laughs> Fandom is tough to buy, you know. Mm-hmm. It ain't cheap. So, so Telltale is pretty much officially dead and gone now, um, which is sad, and it sucks. Uh, but we talked about LucasArts, and that's going to spin me into my next thing I want to talk about. Uh, so today at New York Comic Con, uh, Disney released details on the live-action Star Wars series coming to the Disney streaming service next year. Uh, that is showrun by John Favreau. Hmm. The first episode is being directed by Dave Filoni, who was the showrunner of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the animated series. Uh, the the good one. Yes, the spectacular one. Um, and uh, it is also going to have episodes directed by Tamora Morrison. And Bryce Dallas Hayward, and really? a few other people. And Did you uh, say Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard, right? Howard, yeah. I said I Hayward. Like... I meant Howard. Oh. <laughs> I know who Hayward. you're talking about. I just know she, I didn't know she could direct. Uh, yeah. Well, apparently she can. Eventually, uh, yeah. That's that's a thing that actors like to do. That series is coming out, and it is called The Mandalorian. Oh. And it it, it is taking place between episode uh, six and episode seven. And it does not star Boba Fett. It just stars a Mandalorian. That's all we know so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and they released the first teaser image of it today, and it sure is a dude in Mandalorian armor. Um, <laughs> so uh, rumors have it that they're going to be using some of the plot elements from the canceled Star Wars 13, 13 video game. 
um, in the show, as well as some of the uh, scripts that Lucas helped write uh, for the original uh, Star Wars Underworld television series that was originally pitched a few years ago um, are going to be part of this. So which I would, we'll which, see. Uh, I was fucking biting. To, uh, or, yeah, I was really looking forward to seeing that. Me too. Yeah. Um, um, so that's that's a big deal. A lot of a lot of interesting stuff happening at NYCC today. Uh, we had some big announcements from DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, we they showed some stuff about Titans. Getting some very divisive opinions on Titans as well. Yeah. Uh, it is either you love it or it's the worst thing ever. So we're we're going to see what happens. <laughs> it's, so it's um, normal DC fanfare. Well, uh, Collider uh, wrote one of the worst reviews I've ever seen. Uh, about the series mm-hmm. um it might be 100 percent accurate doesn't change the fact that the review is terrible yeah um because the writer clearly went into business for himself and was just writing any funny quip that came to mind that's a um, bitch about modern day reviewing though especially a blog format reviewing because it's yeah. always going to be some asshole trying to get himself over rather than what he's rather than what they're talking about yep yeah uh so it's a lot of people have really liked it a lot of people have really hated it uh, I am sure when all is said and done, people are going to fall somewhere in the middle and it is going to be both good and bad, like everything else under the sun. Um, <laughs> so so we will see what happens. But we also had announcements of the new Harley Quinn animated series. Yes. Uh, starring Kaylee Cuoco from uh, The Big Bang Theory as Harley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Diedrich motherfucking Bader as Batman. Batman. And uh, I think maybe um, uh, fucking... Uh, uh, Daria as Poison Ivy because I was the only person I could place that voice onto. <laughs> I is, think it was Raven from the Teen Titans series. Uh, oh, really? No, no and no. Oh, um, <laughs> if you have seen uh, Wet Hot American Summer, mm. um, the second series, or so not not the second series, but not not the original movie, but the series that Netflix did. Yeah, uh, it was the uh, the Jewish girl uh, who who ended up married. Oh shit, I can't remember her name. Uh, but the girl who plays her is playing uh, is playing Ivy. Uh, it is very clearly a Daria inspired delivery. Yeah, but it is not Daria. Uh, but the uh, the cast is pretty great. Uh, Alan Tudyk is in it, mm-hmm. so great. That's uh, going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. What do we have any idea what he, what role he is? Haven't announced it yet. So it we'll, doesn't we'll matter. It's going to gonna be awesome. Whatever exactly. He plays. I really want him to be Two-Faced. Like, I would love to hear Alan Tudyk <laughs> Two-Faced. I think that would be marvelous. Um, but we also got, uh, they released a schedule of when things are coming. Uh, Young Justice Season 3 debuts in January. Um, they're going to be releasing uh, three episodes a week, I think mm-hmm. they've said, to kind of keep it going so people just don't binge out and finish it off. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. And uh, Warner Brothers is apparently really excited about uh, Young Justice. It has so far been the most watched show on the service mm-hmm. uh, by leaps and bounds, like not even a little bit. Like people are just, you know, tap it into your veins. It's great. Um, so good. they're they're, they're well, big believers in the process right now and in, and in the property. So that's a good thing. That was their temple um, product, more or less, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Kind of kind of shifting from that. A little, oh, uh, one thing they they. Did you guys hear about the Stars and Stripe series that they announced, the live action one? No. Uh, so they did. They announced the Stars and Stripe series. Um, and uh, Jeff Johns today announced that they are working on a 15 foot tall practical effects stripe robot for the show. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the giddiest I've seen you in ages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Matt Bomer is going to be the negative man, and Brandon Fraser this, is going to be. This shit is going to rock the house. Yeah, Doom Patrol is going to be amazing. Yeah, Yeah, Doom Patrol. Yeah, 
for the most part, like a lot of the stuff that we'd mentioned or that you'd mentioned so far, I'm like, well, except for Young Justice, I'm kind of like running tepid on. Um, but uh, mild complaint about Poison Ivy. Stick to a personality for her. Because they've got Harley Quinn pretty much down pat. Except for like one minor detail uh, that is kind of parenthetical anyway. But from the original TAS, she was like a she was a classic femme fatale. Mm-hmm. And, and she kept that up until Batman and Harley Quinn... Which she became some sort of some sort of like an insecure ingenue that was still lethal, but didn't really know where the fuck she was half the time. And then here she's like, like we just pointed out, fucking Daria essentially. Um, well, I would I would assume that is just for this teaser to announce it. Could be, yeah. Because because I, I th- it's it's very clearly it's going to be a comedy show. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I was watching this trailer over and over again. I was just laughing my ass off at mostly of what everything Harley was doing. Do we know if it's going to be like a TVMA or like a lower rating or what? Because she cusses during this trailer. They're she? writing it for the internet. It's going to be TVMA. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yep. Um, I uh, Titans is Titans. I have like zero interest in that whatsoever. Um, but fucking Doom Patrol. Shoot that shit into my fucking brain. Yeah. Like right Doom now. Doom Patrol is going to be incredible. <laughs> the, the, the cast of Doom Patrol is... Like it's a cast I would expect in a movie. They're not even like, fucking around with it. No, that's like, the thing. Tim, was it uh, Tim, Tim Dalton as as the chief? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan Fraser as Robot Man. Matt Bomer as Negative Man. Yeah, like it's somebody at an executive level has a whole lot of faith in this project, and I'm wondering if it's yep. like, you said it was like a Berlanti thing being EP'd, right? Yes. There's like only one person under the WB banner that has like that much stroke. And I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Joel Silver had his fingers somewhere in this mess. Probably. Yeah. Besides, he hasn't done anything in like 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so so that's that's what's going on with DC. Almost. Um, There's one last thing you forgot to mention. We finally get to see. Yeah, yeah. The main man makes main waves on the yes. airwaves. Uh, yeah. Lobo <laughs> announced as the big bad for season two of Krypton. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I'll say the same thing I did to Corey earlier. I think he's the big bad. I just skimmed to see it to find the picture because I've never seen an episode of Krypton. Yeah, yes. Um, I made halfway through season one and I didn't really lose interest. I just forgot to keep watching. And that's somehow worse. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of like you lost interest really. That's, that's, that's grown if, apathy and that's not good. Yeah, uh, like if you, if you jumped off the tail end of one episode and the next week, you're like, what happened uh, last week? Okay. Uh, fucking whatever. I, I, I was, I was intrigued by the series and I was watching it. It's just, it kind of stretched out. It just slowed down at times. And, I was trying to keep up with the story. Then something else came along the lines like, oh, oh, I need to get back to Krypton at some point, And it just never happened. I'm not putting too much faith in Krypton, <laughs> but then again, I haven't really seen it. And I hope, or rather, one hopes that it's not by the Gotham people. If it ain't, maybe I'll give it a shot. I have no idea who it's by. Uh, it's yeah. it's Krypton, so I don't really care. <laughs> um, it's It's Superman, yeah. And yeah, that's, one of those, it's, that's one of those tales that's been told enough times that we know like what the basic codification it, of it is. It's Superman without Kal-El. That's the weird thing. Yeah, it's Superman's dad. Like, I don't want to <laughs> read a story about Superman's dad. You know, it's, <laughs> like, I, it, it's, it's astonishing to me how different it is. Like, I get excited for the Supergirl show. I uh-huh. enjoy the Supergirl show. It's good. It's a wholesome fucking show. It's happy. If that was a Superman show, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's Clark Kent is boring. Get off my screen. Although um, the version of Superman they had on the Supergirl show was pretty fun. He was great. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah. Like, hey, you're, you're, you're 
you're not Superman. You're okay. He, he, uh, he, he, he was he was vibrant enough to well, he wasn't afraid to like put a little bit of stink on the character because there were like several moments in those two episodes from what was it, season two, I think, where he mm-hmm. like came off as a genuine creep. And nobody yeah. really like called him out for it, but he's just like, I know, I'm a fucking creep. That's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so that's going on. Uh, but the the Lobo. So I looked, I looked to see what the picture looked like. Uh huh. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad. They got the makeup pretty well done. Um, yeah. He's tiny. But <laughs> he's he's very small. Yeah. Um. What he's like lean actor. small? Well, no, he's 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 fit. Hollywood dude small like it's it's yeah. he's got muscle he's got a six pack he's built. okay so he, he's Finn Balor basically he, I think Finn yeah, Balor a little bit would bigger have been, than that Finn Balor uh well yeah if you're going like the thing about Lobo is that he looks like trash but he's like he's like even if they even if he's rendered as like you know super fucking cut or whatever he's always like bulky and looks alien you know yeah so I kind of I always pick I always describe Lobo as sloppy yes like he's 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 very fit Mm-hmm. But he's a sloppy individual. Bike yeah. fit. Yeah, I think that that it's it's somewhere between he's fit and he's biker fit. You know, like he's kind of like that halfway point. There was the one um, actor that had been that that was attached to the role for a long time because he did that one indie, the short yeah. film. Yeah, he looks more like Lobo than this guy does. Even if the other yeah. guy's not a great actor. Yeah, yeah. But but this guy can act, and he was he was Jim Corrigan and Constantine, and he was pretty good in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, and I, I, I will most likely watch Krypton this year because Lobo's a hell of a lot more interesting than Superman's dad. Lobo's a draw, yeah. That's yeah, exactly. I want to um, see the bike, and I want to see the bulldog. I want to see the dolphins. Oh. I want to see the dolphins. Okay, how did five really mortal dudes from uh, the cauldron of Gotham City get Lobo off of their backs? I don't remember. You don't remember? I no, do. Because, I need to reread it because this is one of the greatest fucking comic single issue comic books ever written. <laughs> they, the 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 Hitman Lobo. It's Hitman versus Lobo. <laughs> they lure Lobo out to a construction site where they incapacitate him by dropping a wrecking ball on him, among other things, and then they take pictures of him getting married to. Uh, That's right. An ethnically bueno, right? To Bueno Excelente, yes. In a wedding dress. (laughs) Bueno. And then threatening to broadcast it all over Gotham City. That got him (laughs) to leave that beef at the door. That is how you finish a Lobo comic. (laughs) You make it definitive and you make it repulsive. You blackmail him out. Blackmailing's one way. There there have been plenty others. Like I forget how they did it on um, on Superman the animated series. They had a pretty good denouement on uh, on his two parter as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was part of like an intergalactic zoo, which put him on the same page as Superman, taking down a yeah. common foe. That's another way to do it. I don't know, but those are the best Lobo stories. The worst ones are where you know somebody like dukes it out and somehow overpowers him, and Lobo's like, oh, "I'm bored with you," and then goes away. Yeah. Eh. Get him to lose interest. You have a fun character there, you know. He's like, and that's not not to harp on like new Lobo. He's taken enough shit, and the book wasn't half bad. The character is lame as fuck, though. The thing that the reason you couldn't sell the new one versus the old one is because the old one can go anywhere. He's uh-huh. cheese incarnate, and that's way more flexible than the flavor of the month. Agreed. Yeah, it's a it's a rare thing with that guy. That's why Deadpool's so popular now. Uh-huh. We're talking about we're talking about comics <laughs> like old people. <laughs> Uh, I think that's about all I had to talk about, though, mm-hmm. for, for this. And, 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 Bob, I know you had some stuff you wanted to bring up. All right. What was everybody's opinion of the new Bumblebee trailer? 
Loved it. <laughs> yes. Loved it. Loved it to the uh, point where I hope this is a reboot of the series in the right direction. Yes. It would be nice. Uh, see, seeing the Gen 1 vehicles on screen oh my God. made me ecstatic. Um, Not just the Gen 1 vehicles, but there was a part of the trailer where they were showing Cybertron and you could see the jets flying around in their original Cybertron f- Cy- Cybertronian form. Mm-hmm. Where they're like the triangle jets, and it was the weirdest yeah. thing. And then you see sound wave, like "Oh my god!" Then there's shock wave. Holy shit, Ravage! Oh god, where are you going with this? Don't tease me. And and the character designs are decisive. It's not this mm-hmm. weird like gribbling, uh, fucking metal orgy goblet gook that you know personified. Uh, yeah, the, a the pile of jagged designs. metal. Joe, no, they, they they they're there, man. You went back to the drawing board. <laughs> and realize that you weren't going to be able to do any better than what the drawing board was showing you to fucking begin with. Okay. <laughs> See, here's the thing. When I saw I w- that trailer... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You you go. You I wanted go. to condense the entire thing into like a liquid-soluble form and then dump it into a kiddie pool and then wallow in it for the rest of my fucking mortal days. And then freeze it in the winter and skate on it. Exactly. Or, ooh, I don't know, put it in a syringe. Let's go nut. Let's not go nuts here. I really liked the trailer. I thought it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) It was a movie about children's toys, Corey. Where did you go? It was. It was such an. I don't know. It's kind of a revelation to me, honestly, because we've been dealing with the Transformers series for literally over a decade, Uh and every movie. From the very first one all the way to five have been getting worse and worse and worse. They didn't even show transformation transformations in the fifth movie. They would just do like some kind of cut and then you see this car mm-hmm. they'd cut away. It's like, oh, it's a robot now. They don't even have the money to show the transforming. It was all diminishing returns. And I'm I'm honestly like more power to Bay. He obviously enjoyed making those movies because otherwise he would have pawned it off like two uh, two installments in to somebody else, you know. But uh, it's just. See, I'm on the verge of, like, traditional fucking nerd raging here, and I've been, like, doing really well about getting that muted for the for for a good long time. But this is just such a... It's just such a Keystone Cop move on the part of Hollywood for a while. Who liked those movies other than the guy that kept making them? How did he keep, keep getting money for them? The only thing I can think of is people kept going to see these movies hoping they'd be better, and they just got progressively worse. I'm a pretty yeah. big damn Transformers fan. Uh, after Mediocre, I couldn't really do it. You, you know. I, I have still only seen the first one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and about 10 minutes of the second one, and I just went, no. And, and I'm the guy that really enjoyed the new Ninja Turtles movies, which are <laughs> stupid and fun. Yeah. Um, I'll agree to that. But They're the, fun. The, 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 the Transformers ones just... Nope. Hard pass. Sorry. So we're not now we're on the new one. And they not and they've not only brought us like the classic designs and such. The classically contextual designs. As far as we do know, uh Soundwave does turn into a at least some sort of an audio emitting device. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not a satellite. Not a satellite. I got grievances about that shit. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> satellite but... satellite at least keeps it in the keeps it in the same, I don't know. A Venn diagram of transmission equipment. You know, he's basically he's basically the Decepticon spy and communications ops officer. Mm-hmm. But turning him into a fucking van that one time, no. Turning him into what was the what was like the fucking last insult? 
Like some sort of like a generic alien looking tank. Uh, I, it's hard to take that. Per- it's hard to not take that personally. I still don't know what uh, Shockwave was the first time they showed him riding like these gigantic mechanical snake things. It, it was like, no, no, this is not Shockwave. Huh? This is not the guy that uh, Megatron left in control of Cybertron when he left. Oh, the guy with one eye that was from, um, that, the name escapes me right now. Basically, he turned, he was the other guy that turned into a gun. See, I don't remember Shockwave at all because he was kind of like, uh, after the initial, uh, wave from back in the day um but yeah he had one eye i recognize that shit so they had i don't a- remember i don't remember shockwave all right <laughs> you, you if you didn't watch anything past the second movie you didn't see him uh he was he transformed in like a, a a giant laser cannon in the cartoon show and what a lot of the characters they had in the movies were just so wrong and so off I mean, even Optimus wasn't exactly as, as everybody remembers, aside from his voice. That's basically it. I mean, most of the Decepticons yeah. look like tribal tattoos. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's that's a really good description. They look like they all belonged on the back of Dave Batista. And I can't get behind... <laughs> around his belly button. I can't hey. around his belly button. <laughs> Dr. Dave does not agree with this sentiment. Oh, wow. You brought back Dr. Dave. <laughs> yeah, I brought back Dr. Dave. <laughs> Dr. Dave has no patience for your denigrating <laughs> shenanigans. Dr. Dave is famous now. He was pretty good in Blade Runner. I don't know if you've seen that yet, but yeah, solid. He's been pretty good in everything I've seen him in. The the, the man found the right career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a fun actor. Yeah. So fuck it. He's coming back. What's that? He's coming back for SmackDown 1000, the rumor is. Oh, that's cool. Probably. I think that's for, cool. I'm not sure if it's just a cameo, if he's coming back for like a, like a short part-time contract. Because... I don't I think he, he works for Disney anymore. I know he wants to. Well, he's he's got to finish out Guardians three. Um, yeah, he has to finish. And then, how? What are they doing with that even right now? Nothing well, right th- now. He made the threat uh, that if they don't use the script that James Gunn wrote, that they need to. He's going to quit, or they need to re- write him out or something. He doesn't want to do it if they don't use his script. Man, Disney fucked themselves hard with this whole situation. Today. Oh my god! <laughs> there's there's no way they can actually get out of this corner without without like a noticeable scar, no matter how you cut it. See, see what I'm hoping for because I mean, you guys are bigger Transformers guys than me. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's cool. Like I said, it looks like fun. I'm excited. Yes, that's about as, that's about as invested as I'm getting with it. Yeah. Um, but what I'm hoping is that someone at Paramount and Hasbro realizes. Hey, you know what? Maybe if we stick with these original designs, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll make some fucking money. Uh, hey, we've got this GI Joe property no one's doing anything with now. Uh, I, you know, I do want the Deadpool guys back on that. That second movie was not awful at all. No, it wasn't. Yeah. There, there are some parts where it was like, okay, that that dragged a little bit too long, mm-hmm. um, and they had to clean up the mess from the first film. Yes. Yeah, because the first film was a fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stephen Summers, how could you let us down like that? I mean... <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry, let me count my $15 million I got to direct this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> well, he wrote it, too. That's kind of a... That was kind of a weird position to put himself in. Because yeah. you're investing a lot True. of... You know, a lot of manpower and your own... Your own... Your own hours into it. And then you really just like... I don't know. Was he constipated and just need, just needed to squeeze that one out? <laughs> Was he, was he just sitting on this old G.I. Joe script and he's like, God, I'm not doing anything right now. Nobody's watching The Mummy anymore, I guess. Fuck it. <laughs> Get me Brendan Fraser on the phone. <laughs> and Brendan Fraser's like, ah! 
<laughs> You're Lieutenant Falcon now. I'm kind of busy uh, with Looney okay. Tunes. I'm with I'm busy with Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, <laughs> which oh, poor Brendan Fraser. That was a pretty fun movie too. Oh, was it really? I've never seen it. It's camp as fuck. Don't get me wrong, but if you like Space Jam, there's no reason for you to. Joe Dante fucking directed it. For one thing, I love Space Jam. Yeah. So yeah, yes. Space Jam is solid shit. Honestly, I think this one is better than that. I don't know, but it, honestly. Just uh, go, go ahead and see it. Go ahead and see it. If you hate it, blame it on me. I'll, I'll, sh- okay. I'll shoulder that. I'll shoulder that responsibility. <laughs> so, right. Uh, G.I. Joe. And then G.I. Joe, the uh, return happened. And it was like written by the Deadpool people. Um, Venom. Oh, God. Because. Not hearing anything good about it. <laughs> no. No, I haven't heard like a single. I haven't even like nothing generous, at least. Did, did you hear what... Um... Hardy said in the the last series of press junkets for it. Well, Tom Hardy. When he did? finally, yeah, what he said because uh-huh. he finally got to see the final press of the film. Yeah. Oh, they cut my favorite forty minutes out of the movie. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, the reason I mentioned the Deadpool people is because you remember, like, one of the reasons I'm a huge, you know, huge ass fan of Zombieland is because they were the ones that handled the script and stuff. Yeah. And I kind of thought, like, all right, well, this one, this must have been one of those, like. Examples of like the screenwriter working really well with the directors and such. And I'm like, no, no, no. This this happened because of these two writers. The guy that directed Zombieland also directed Venom and also directed a whole shitload of other bad movies in between then and here. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, this guy might have to take a step back and consider why he got into this business to begin with. Sure. Because Venom was, it looked, it looked like a cynical cash grab move. You know, it was it was it was Sony's bid to capitalize off of the Marvel brand, but without actually trying to, I don't know, encroach onto their territory, so to speak. You know, get too much muck in their sandbox, and it could have been really fun. Tom Hardy's not a slouch as an actor at all. No, he's quite good, and he lent a whole lot of heft to that project too. And to see it come out like this with not even an average rating, that fucking sucks, because that puts yeah. him in a bad movie now. <laughs> so right. so. Speaking speaking of Venom, um, let's let's uh, hop over. Corey, you're playing Spider Man. Yes, I am. Playing the shit uh, out. of I it. am playing Spider Man. Bob, have you played it yet? I'm one of five people in America not playing it at the <laughs> okay. moment. Hey, I was one of six uh, people I... about three weeks ago. So, uh... <laughs> so hope for me. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I've actually beaten it. Um, <laughs> that's why I put you're a out. lot of. That's why you're playing Assassin's of... Creed now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I put a lot of time into that fucking game. Uh, and I still go back to it, mm-hmm. which is great because like, I've had it beat for like a week now and I still go back to it. It's like, I just want to swing around New York for like an hour. I'm good. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a really goddamn relaxing game. Like, especially after all the, uh, like once you get the platinum trophy and you're done mm-hmm. where it's like, no, I don't want to stop any of those crimes. Fuck you. I'm just going to swing. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm climbing up the empire state building. I'm going to dive off. So do they, <laughs> do the crimes still randomly pop up? Even if, uh, even, even after you clean out the zone queue? Yes. Um, nice. so one of the, one of the really cool things about it is, uh, you, I mean, you, you've played it, you know, a lot of the unlockables are tied to crime tokens, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. uh, and, and all that stuff. Yeah. So the collectible stuff is static. That's you've got 50 backpacks or whatever, however many backpacks there yeah. are. There's 50 landmarks, there's 50 of this, five, 50 of that. Five crimes happening per area. Exactly. Yeah. That stuff is static. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can earn more trophies or earn more tokens if you, do better in a particular thing, mm-hmm. things like that as you go. Yeah. Uh, and it's really neat the way they designed it because they offer you opportunities to earn more of them after the game is done. If you weren't able to get them through normal gameplay. Nice. So 
Um, and one of my favorite things about it was, so when I, when I got through it, uh, there, there are certain challenges you unlock at one point mm-hmm. that are, or that are tough. They they are like legitimately challenging. Um, what difficulty you played on by the way? Uh, I am on whatever I'm not on the, I'm not on super superhero. I'm on the one underneath it. Okay. Well, there was um, a mate. Well, no, there's neighborhood. Amazing. Superhero. The hardest spectacular is the hard one. That's what I'm playing it on right now. I'm on amazing. You're on amazing. So, okay. Cause yeah, I'm not on friendly, not on friendly neighborhood. I'm on whatever normal is. Yeah. I can tell you um, spectacular. Those base challenges are a bitch. Oh, that game's proper hard on normal. Like, <laughs> like the, the, those are, those are tough. Yeah. Um, but so, so you get to a point where you start unlocking challenges um, and there, there, there's combat challenges, stealth challenges, and um, a couple other challenges like web swinging and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like the best of 2000s video games where it's like, hey, time trials, you've got to be, you got to do this in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, let's fucking go. Um, but as I kept playing, I was, I was kind of capped out. I couldn't, couldn't advance to get all of the tokens in it. And I was like, well, I'm just never going to unlock all the suits then. Mm-hmm. I've got to accept that. I'm never gonna get. I'm never gonna get the platinum trophy for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they designed it intelligently, knowing that this is something the kids are gonna play. Yeah. You do not need to ace every challenge to unlock everything. That's nice. Y- you need to be just good enough to get enough tokens for it. Uh-huh. So it was like that is so rewarding. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. <laughs> that is so such a C nice grade feeling. will get you the the accomplishment. A B. You need to get a B. Um, okay. To, to to get everything you need, you need a B average. Yeah. Um. It, it was just a really nice feeling to be like, hey, you, you did well. Good job, sport. Pat on the back. Here's 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 your final trophy. Um, but it's a great game. Bob, yeah. I can't suggest it enough. It's uh, it's definitely worth picking up. Um, I, I did have a question. Uh, Corey had only put in so many hours, so he couldn't really answer this. Um, how authentic to New York City is it? Is it just Manhattan or is it all five boroughs? It's, all f- it's Manhattan Island, um, but it's uh, it's so it's three of the five. Because two of the boroughs are off the island, um, but you've you've got Brooklyn, you know, like everything that's on Manhattan Island. You've got all the way from Battery Park up north to Harlem. <laughs> I mean, so, I, I would imagine there's Queens at least. Uh, very much so, because you have to have yeah. a place for Peter to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Peter lives in Chinatown. He lives in. Chi- I thought. Well, oh yeah, that's that's right. His apartment's over there. He's yeah, from Queen, not Queens. Too familiar with Queens is New York over City. the river, mm-hmm. so. Um, you, you don't, I don't think Queens is in it. Um, but you've got, you've got Manhattan and it's huge. Oh, he grew up in Queens. He lives, he lives, he lives on the island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, but I mean, you've, you've got everything like it, it takes 15 minutes to, to web swing from the top to the bottom. mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a good long trip. Now it takes two minutes to swing east to west because Manhattan's skinny, but um, <laughs> it's three blocks long. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but there's so much shit to see and get distracted by, and like the photo mode is just amazing. Um, get me fucking started on that, man. <laughs> I'm kind of bitter right don't. now that I'm like too early in the game to uh, to have access to most of the advance. Um, uh, the advanced features in in photo mode. Well, you're not gonna get most of those until you beat the game. Oh motherfucker! Really? <laughs> so so I, I I beat I beat the game because I had I had the base stuff. Yes. All the way all the way through fighting, like I I took selfies with the with the final boss mm. as I was punching him in the face. So like he's in the background going like this, and I'm going. <laughs> so it's it's wonderful. Um, but once you beat the game, mm-hmm. like and they they don't mention this at all. 
Like it's not like, hey, you've got more photo options. It's I'm going through, and I was like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of fucking filters in here yeah. now. Like, <laughs> so uh, you get like 15, 20 more filters. So it's 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 pretty nice. So kind of what you're telling me is that I should keep my uh, I should keep my architecture uh, tour junket uh, on the back burner until I get through the main story. Because I'm gonna have some stuff nope, to do I, afterwards. I don't. I mean, you can if you want to. Yeah. But I mean, it's. Uh, I had a ton of fun doing pictures mm-hmm. before I had all the stuff unlocked. It's. It's uh, the the trickiest thing about it, and this is something I learned after about a week of playing with photo mode, mm-hmm. is uh, adjusting the free cam, because the free cam and the orbit work together. Yes. Okay. So you you place the free cam where you want the orbit to be. Mm-hmm. Like by default, it's locked on Peter's head, so it's going to orbit around Peter's body. Okay. But you can move that forward and orbit, and now you've got. So let's say, if you've got Peter here, you're going to orbit like this. Oh, it's an axis, right? is what you're saying. But if I but if I move the camera up here, uh-huh. Peter stays static, and I can orbit like this in front of him. So orbits just and figure out where I want to be, and yeah, orbits moving the axis, and the free cam is moving around the axis. Exactly. Fucking a that. That's uh, that's a huge help, actually. Thank you very much for yes. that. Because <laughs> I was trying uh, to get the and... perfect lockjaw picture the other day, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just going to take this off frame." <laughs> um, and then uh, another thing that you you can unlock, and it's it's really nice because I didn't know this was here mm-hmm. uh, until about uh, like three days before I beat the game. Um, on whatever whatever one you can adjust the, the vignette and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. I think it's either that one or the one before it. Uh, yeah, you can keep scrolling down. There are more options there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And primarily sharpness. And sharpness is great for the costumes because it defaults to a to a me- middle-of-the-road sharpness because it's, you know, it's rendering stuff in real time. It wants you to be able to play the game and not have it, you know, grind to a halt. Right. But when you're in photo mode, like that noir costume, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the one you're using. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could be. You don't know. <laughs> uh, bump that sharpness up to 100 and you can see stitching and imperfections in the leather and all kinds of this stuff. This game is a beast for details. I don't know. You, yes. you probably noticed it already, but when you fire off the noir power, no matter what suit you're wearing, uh, I fucking just about died when I saw that. It, okay, Bob, what, I, I don't know. Should I just leave this for him to discover on his own, Lonesome, or is it spoilery? I, I do plan on playing it at some point. It's not going to be any time... Recent. I don't think soon. I don't think it's hugely spoilery. So, uh, what happens when you fire off uh, the Noir power, which basically amplifies your stealth abilities? Um, what is it? People don't alert other baddies when you attack them in stealth mode. Yeah. Um, what happens is that you hear a film projector kick in, and then the entire screen goes black and white with a film grain, and it stays like that while your power is active. And then when it ends, you hear the film reel. Uh, you, you hear the film projector reel out and go. Yeah, I was like, "Fucking kill me right now!" <laughs> <laughs> you guys, oh man, I do have which you know, kids growing up today would hear that sound and be like, "What the hell is that? What? <laughs> what is this?" They didn't yeah, grow up in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, that game is loaded with detail. Yeah. Like there, there is, um, there's a certain suit you unlock later in the game uh, that references uh, a throwaway audio line that Peter makes. Uh, right before he gets his new suit, um, and it, it, it's it's incredible. The, like the, it, the it's white just, spider suit. Yeah, so you know how he had the battle damage suit. Yes. His his classic costume was all ripped uh-huh. up. He he says a line right before he goes into uh, the lab to get the new suit, mm-hmm. where he gets the new suit. Uh, and later on in the game, you get something that references back to that. I know. I'm trying to remember. This. And it's. Mm. 
I'm trying not to say it because I don't want to spoil no, it for Bob. Thank you. Do it. That's um, here, 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 you, you know, is this something we want to spoil for anybody who might be listening? Because uh, I'll just take off my headphones. No, I, I don't want to know either. Because yeah, I, okay. I, I, I don't. It, I I want yeah. So you're I walking want, the path I want of the right. You you're, uh, you're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, w- once you once you get most of the suits unlocked, Corey and I will will talk, and I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it it's a it is a ridiculous detail level. Like it's just like that was a that was a probably something that got ad libbed by uh, uh, what's his name, um, the voice actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the 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 whoever the artist was on this particular suit went, "That's good. I need to put that in there." And it's this is like this was a, so good. It was a weekend project for one of the modelers, and they probably pitched it to the project manager on Monday morning. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hey, so what if we do this? That's great. How long will it take you? Finished it over the weekend. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, promoted. Now, since I haven't played it, this would come off as like kind of like a foreign subject to me. But the one thing I'm constantly hearing over and over again is people are just raving about the swing mechanic. Fuck yeah, it's great. Oh, it's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fluid as hell. There was like a I had I had something um, I had like a criticism about it in that like if you fuck up badly, nothing really happens to you because there are some like moments where you where you'll be like oh you catch the corner of a building, but all of a sudden Peter's like careening across the financial district like a pinball and he doesn't even like land on his back or anything he's like ha, ha, i meant to do all of that <laughs> like you don't even see a, you don't even see like a daily bugle that says spider-man probably drunk that one night we didn't know superheroes could be affected by alcohol oh. poisoning um but it's not really a bitch it's it's seamless and when you get a good swing on you actually this is this is one of the coolest things about like um the game that they were able to translate from Arkham Asylum. The big, most of the praise about Arkham Asylum was that that game made you feel like uh, you were as skilled as Batman looks on screen. I don't know. It's tough to yeah. It's tough to transliterate the um, uh, 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 what they were describing that vibe as. Spider Man's the same way, especially in traversal. Yeah, yeah very much so. Um, <laughs> Except the- and I'll I'll say in combat too, because in in combat it's it's. Uh, how do I want to use these spider powers to my advantage? Like, yes. I just want to kick a dude off the building. Uh-huh. You know, like, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to jump right. and web swing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a highlight. Bob, we've kind of monopolized now. Do you have any uh, other topics here? That's <laughs> shit. Yeah. And there's a bunch of shit. Happening. I think we're pretty good. I think we're ready to uh, display a brand new announcement regarding our group that I, I I'm pretty sure you're going to like this, Jay. Uh, so next month, November fifteenth, will mark our third year of doing Nerd or Not. Okay. Uh, we started We've off been doing this for real a year? basic. Three years. I know. I missed the first two. I, <laughs> so did I at some point. It took us two and a half years to finally get any good at it, and we're still yeah, working. Yeah, at some on point that. we were like, "Hey, maybe we should like start counting these." I don't. Know. <laughs> Should we put some work into this? I don't know. Up until the- you remember when we were a game show? <laughs> remember the six months we were a WWE podcast? Oh I, I do remember that. It's yeah. The WrestleMania road that never yeah. ended. Remember the uh, two years and uh, 280 days we were a Peter Capaldi fan? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Peter Capaldi. Thank you. I got you, Pete. Got you back. Uh, Fuckity bye. <laughs> but yeah, this is our third year. 
This is uh, we're coming up on our third year, and in celebration, I thought we needed to put something special out there. Um, I'm when not. We first started, I am not sending you a picture of my dick again, Bob. Thank God, because it's the thing is hideous. It it's all black and white, has ears and teeth and snarl. Oh wait, that's testing. <laughs> I, I, See, I can do it. Too. <laughs> both are correct, though. Accurate for both. So. I already put out my rash, so I've got nothing to add to it. <laughs> it is right. Okay. Oh, I know what this is. All right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> we started off with a very basic. Our logo for the show, the Nerd or Not podcast, was just black and black and red. Nerd Which or Not. I kind of ripped off of the Talking Heads. So that's me admitting that. Sorry. Oh, I didn't realize. Look that. it up. Uh, talking Heads. I still loved uh, it. Talking Heads. What album was that? It was the, it was their most popular one. Um, fuck, can't remember. But yeah, that's where Nerd or Not came from. Okay, no, I love I love that. That's that's awesome. And then uh, about a year ago, after we joined the Somebody's Network, uh, one of the Somebody's, Toby from the Secret Transmission Podcast, made us the uh, the Nerd Shield logo. So I reached out to a artist who is a fan of ours, and he has designed us. Not nerd or not, but this is going to be a new logo for the Cretans Guild. Okay. There it is. Oh, wow. Holy shit, that's great. Uh, We're calling it Barrel Girl. <laughs> I didn't know she had reasons. a name. That's awesome. <laughs> what, what do you want to call her, Brenda? I, I don't know. I mean. Maybe we should ha- hold a contest, name the Barrel Girl. That's, that could be your, Tom Solo. That could be your secret identity. Huh? Yeah, Tom that's Solo. Great. He, uh. He drew this and did just a fantastic job. He kept coming back. All right, what do you want me to put in this now? What do you want me to put in now? And he was getting more excited than I was. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... I like that she's wearing Chuckles' shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking that's amazing. That. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> I'm so happy you noticed that. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Chuckles' G.I. Joe she character. Does she have the Marty McFly random. Nikes on. She's got the Marty McFly Nikes on. Um, I think what was uh, what was the shout out um, to uh, Overwatch? She's wearing uh, she's wearing Divas fifties. Uh, um, gre- oh, she's got the the updo for yeah, Diva. Greaser girl do rag. Yeah, the updo, mm-hmm. the the hair, the bandana in the hair type yeah. deal. Yeah. Is that a is that the one ring? It is around her neck. Okay, yep. so we've got we got the sonic screwdriver. We've got a tiki mug. Is that one of your designs, Bob? No, it's not. He he drew that all on his own. That's really cool. I had no idea. I'm gonna have to commission him to do some uh, tiki <laughs> art because that's really freaking good if he did that on his own. All right, we've got a magic band. We got a pokeball, the Infinity Gauntlet, <laughs> uh, the Marty McFlies. We got the belt logo, and then is the bowling pins a reference to the Big Lebowski or? Yeah, it's kind of a combination of our love for that movie and for the sport in yeah, general. Just cool. a, just a uh, just a signifier for the purity and wholesomeness that is bowling, the sport of kings. Well, Brenda looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she, I guess she's Brenda now, Bob. That's that's I, amazing. She has been christened. So yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> this episode is going to drop on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what you can do. If you want, go to tpublic.com, do a search for Cretans Guild, and you can have a t-shirt or a phone case or a pillow or like, they have like a thousand shill different it. things. Shill it. Items. Shill that shit right now. Yep. Just do it. <laughs> and you can get Brenda on your goddamn chest. 
Just, well, the shirt with her on it, not like the actual. Yeah, this isn't like a. <laughs> it's not a Ralph Bakshi kind of a deal here. For one thing, that would be in, like literally impossible. <laughs> and here's the special yeah. thing: uh, on the eighth to the tenth, that design alone is going to be on sale. And then from the tenth to the fourteenth, everything on our side of the shop on tpublic.com is going to be on sale. So we got some other designs on there, uh, including this guy, the, uh, the shield. Uh, we have a couple more that just got drawn up. I mean, we got, you get the shield itself. Yep. Um, oh, the, the belt. That's what I meant. Sorry. Do we get you, uh, and we cool. got get you cosplaying as gritty like you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gritty. I don't have uh, Google eyes. Uh, gritty, gritty is the, the official, yeah. uh, demon spawn of the Cretans Guild podcast. Um, <laughs> He's, uh, you know, I've, I've, I was, I was terrified of gritty, mm-hmm. and then I kind of came around on gritty, and I'm back to scared of gritty again. Yeah, like it, there's, there's, you can't it's, sleep it's, when it's gritty lives. Yeah. Well, we're, like, well, well, the thing is, is that we, we we were able to contextualize him as that as that guy that's knocking around the Pittsburgh uh, penguin mascot, but then one of us <laughs> pointed out before the podcast that even if we were to like, even if we were to like, okay, let's flex our imaginations a little bit. What? sort of crossbreeding would have produced such a creature as this gritty. And it was that when we were like, oh, this guy's taken an all he's taken on an all new Eldritch uh presence for us again. Because it was like when you look at him and he looks like fucking what was it? It was um God, it was like a Gorg from Fraggle Rock with the old honeycomb mascot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there's like a little part of me that was like, wait a minute. I could have sworn that this motherfucker was touring with ZZ Top between the years of 1989 and 1993 also. How do we know that this just this isn't him just like years later? This is his retirement job now. It could be. Because he can't play the organ. Like, <laughs> he only knows bass. Motherfucker can't skate either, which is my favorite part about this guy, yeah. is he forgets that ice is slippery. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, his first night on the ice, he couldn't stay stay up if his life depended also, on it. Did you see when he shot the guy in the back with a t-shirt cannon? No. Oh, my God. I, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, guy was one of the, one of the, uh, the, the, the promotions people is down on the ice with him mm-hmm. and says something and starts walking away from him. And Grody turns around and shoots him in the back. Jesus, he's the Andy Kaufman of fucking <laughs> sports mascots, isn't he? Yep. Oh, he's not going to stop until he gets punched in the face. And woe betide whoever even attempts to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Can Charles Barkley skate? <laughs> Probably better than he plays golf. <laughs> oh. uh, well, he, and... <laughs> there was a there was a murder here. Somebody, please call the police. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> so I I got to uh, Corey. You, you know this. I think Bob, you know mm-hmm. it too. But I want to talk about sure. it real quick. Uh, I got to go to Chicago a couple weekends ago. Yep. Um, Went to uh, Three Dots for the uh, BG Reynolds Kickstarter party, mm-hmm. launch party. Yep. Uh, and it was awesome. Uh, got to hang out with Blair from BG Reynolds, which was really cool. Uh, we talked video games and QA and TV shows and Star Wars. And it's pretty, it's, it's a lot like talking to you guys, to be honest with you. Um, Dude, man's <laughs> heavy. I didn't even know people still yeah. played TF2 earnestly. I mean, yep. except except for me, he, but <laughs> and and he mains uh, Aresia in Overwatch. That stands to reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we uh, we talked that and uh, got to hang out with him. Got a free bottle of syrup for him for the bar, uh, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. And uh, you guys know I'm writing for uh, Exotica Modern. There's your plug. And uh, 
that uh, actually has bumped up for the second issue. Mm-hmm. I am now the copy editor for the magazine. Fucking a. Uh, nice. Which is which is pretty awesome. Um, and uh, as payment for said work, uh, Ken from House of Taboo gave me a new mug. No shit. So making it making its debut. Mm-hmm. Oh, is the Nefertiti, Nefertiti mug? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so she is awesome. Yeah. Wow, they like they wow. fucking sculpted in the the, uh, the dehydration and everything. <laughs> and Mate. hopefully, anyone who's listening on Podbean just goes over to our YouTube channel and checks out this mug yeah. and the uh, images we had earlier. Well, we can basically just say uh, Google image search uh, Kate Moss. That's pretty much the same effect. <laughs> uh, put a blue filter on her, and there you go. So one of the cool things. Uh, so this this I want to give a shout out to a company in Florida, actually. A uh, company out of St. Pete called Ikumbukum. Oh yeah, uh, did the casting and sculpting on this. So this was based on a sculpt uh, on a picture that Ken sketched out one day, uh, and sent it to the guys over at Ikumbukum, and they sculpted it. They're actually the guys who do all the stuff for Tiki Tony as well. Oh. So uh, if you've got nice. a Tiki Tony mug or his uh, his pumpkin boy from a couple years ago, or, or last that was year, last year, I don't remember when yeah, that was. Yeah, that that guy's at um, work right now. <laughs> that's uh. That's that's from them. So nifty. It's good stuff. That's fucking great. Yeah. Um, so you're talking about drinks and shit. It's pixel mixer time. All right. It, that's right. It's pixel mixer yeah. time. And unfortunately, I've been dodging pixel mixer over the last couple of weeks because I can't fucking drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. High blood pressure isn't a problem with me. Mine's too fucking low somehow. So. If I have any alcohol, uh, basically the deal is if I have too much alcohol, rather, this I had to get a correction on that. If I have too much alcohol, then it thins out my blood, uh, my blood pressure drops, and then I fucking pass out like not even halfway into a glass, which is pathetic. So I thought for this pixel mixer, uh, because it is that most hollowed of months, that is Halloween, yeah. Yay. I thought I would try to do something maybe a little bit different. Stick in the horror games because that is how you do the Halloween. And for this mm-hmm. uh, week's Pixel Mixer, we are doing Shadows of the Damned. Now, cool. I already played this like a long time ago. Trying to scoop up some um, uh, some uh, achievements in the latter hours of the game. It is by Suda51, Grasshopper Manufacturer. So you know there's going to be all sorts of weird shit in it. For instance, sure. yes, uh, Johnson is the name of your gun. See here? This guy right here? That's your gun, and his name is Johnson. Because why? Hi, Johnson. Because follic symbology. Uh, f- because follic symbolism. I think the I think the story of it I think the story, or at least um <laughs> I think on paper what it was supposed to be was just like the world's first interactive dick joke. And then eventually they reached kind of like a breaking point with it where they were like, you know, we gotta have some actual gameplay in here. So they're like, alright, well, <laughs> We can put, like, Resident Evil 4 over the most of this, and nobody will really notice. So, there is a stage where, literally, um, Johnson becomes possessed by uh, the souls of the damned that you're killing, or something like that. And you have to take down these giant monstery things. So, he uh, internalizes, you know, anime style, all these souls that he's absorbed. Well, in the game, he's called Big Boner, so I guess he becomes the Big Boner. And uh, every time you shoot him, uh, you, that is a protagonist, has to scream out, Taste my big boner, and that goes on for like twenty minutes. Sure. So the drink I'm gonna, uh, the drink that I'm making is actually not. <laughs> I want to see the segue yeah, here. There is no segue. <laughs> like I, it's 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 a dick joke, and it's like spooky themed. So I'm gonna do a coffee drink for Shadows of the Damned, which is called. And I gotta go over to my other window here. Da 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 da. 
The Coffee of the Damned. What's supposed to be in here, and I might have done it back there, so as to kind of skirt around uh, technicalities, we have one ounce each of tequila, brandy, scotch, right in there, half ounce simple syrup, three ounces espresso, dunking it right in. Now, if I was more skilled at this, which I am not, there we go, because espresso is expensive, it's expenso, uh, there would also be a uh, brown sugar cinnamon rim around the top of the mug, and then nice. you drink it like this. I haven't had a drink in over two months. <laughs> As a spicy fucking meatball. Um, and that's also coffee of the damned. Oh, man. Okay. I tried to cut my portions in half because I wanted to still have a little bit of a little bit of a taste of it. And it's still it's still sure. burning. It's not it's not that much. It's about an ounce and a half of actual alcohol in there. Good burn. It's the best burn. <laughs> But, but it is also it is also a, a discipline burn, so I you know can't really have any more for the rest of the night. Does anybody understand what the hell is happening with um, Mothman? Except it's not Mothman; it's a moth that speaks as if it were a man. Haven't got a clue. No, uh, that 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 is. Um, I'm usually pretty good on memes because I like Reddit. Uh huh. Uh, that, that one, I didn't go on Reddit for like three days uh-huh. and I came back and that's all it was. And I was like, I, um, you, you know, the, um, <laughs> the, and, the, the Andy, the Andy meme from Parks and Rec, uh, where it's like, I, I don't know who, uh, I don't know who Al Gore is. And at this point I'm too afraid to ask. Yes. Yeah. That's basically where I'm at right now. It's like, I have no idea what's going on with this moth thing. And I'm too afraid to ask at this point. It's I, I'm just going to go, yeah, the moth. And then, and and keep my head and then, down yeah and then try to understand it uh or, or yep. organically that yeah. sounds like the the safest way to deal with most memes <laughs> I don't most know. of reddit too to be honest with yeah. you it's yeah. <laughs> i don't know um, if this is i don't know if this is like the progenitor of the entire thing but i'm gonna drop it in slack here really cool. <laughs> it's stupid it's the whole thing is stupid and that's because memes are fucking stupid um, <laughs> but here, enjoy the, uh, the first one that I saw was not this one. The first one I saw was kind of like a riff on an, on another meme. And you know, it's always a horrible thing when memes are stacked. Um, yeah. but this one was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the one that I saw, uh, I, oh. I like that one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incorruptible, isn't it? It's wonderful. All right. So do you remember the, uh, I know I posted like two like this to Slack uh, once upon a time. I think I posted one to Instagram even. Uh, but there's like a topless cosplayer or somebody in the background. And then in the foreground, you know, uh, tastefully uh, positioned is like the foreground subject. The last one I did was Spider-Man. Uh, mm-hmm. Pizza parties are forever or something like that. The yep. one that I saw was basically Mothman in the background. And nothing was Photoshopped to it. It was just that statue of Mothman that they have in Point Pleasant. And in the foreground was that moth right there, and it was doing the same thing. It's like uh, night lights are forever or something like that. Street, la- street lamps are forever. <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> because that's how you are introduced to a meme. Abject confusion. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So today I'm just sending uh, friends this bullshit. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and Bob, you're going to, uh, at about this point, this is when uh, the image gets cut into the video. I don't really know how you do those Oh, it's things. already okay, up. It's up there? <laughs> it's it's, right. it's am up. I, am I pointing at it anywhere? Or is No. No, oh, okay. No, it's it's covering our nice. faces. Oh, you're going to put it. Well, how could, how could it you're not? Gonna make it, you're going to make it full frame. Oh, this doesn't deserve to just pop up a little bit yeah, off in the you, corner. This you, needs to be you like want, you want all audience there. to be as 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 repulsed as they normally are. Uh, but yeah, drinks, Spider-Man, moths with human breasts. <laughs> Welcome to the guild. <laughs> yep, that's, that's how the things. That's how things. That happen is a perfect here. ending. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, well, good show tonight, guys. Thank you all for having me back. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you Sorry for coming for back. Sorry for missing you. Good to be here. <laughs> right. This is fun. Um, uh, yeah. Well, welcome to the guild and our big titty moth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>